Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you in this podcast about the manly power of words. Now, that might sound weird, might sound a little mushy, might sound a little Sunday schoolish for some of us, but I want to tell you that one of the greatest powers that a man has is the power of his words, particularly when those words are backed by character and judgment and a life that has some gravitas to it, some light that's cons- a life that's considered weighty and meaningful and, and worth considering. Uh, if you'll think back over your life as a man, I imagine that some of the most positive things that have happened to you, uh, some of the things you remember uh, with, with greatest joy, had to do with words. Perhaps your father said something at a meaningful moment that absolutely changed you. Um, perhaps a coach said something. Perhaps a girl said something about you. It, it doesn't really matter. Um, but but let's just think. Let's just limit it to men for just a moment. Uh, perhaps somebody you hardly knew, said something about you, saw something in the way you conducted yourself, and said something positive and affirming, something that maybe pointed a path to you in the future. Hey, you're really good at so-and-so, or, you know, when you speak, I feel a certain thing, or or I really sense about the way you carry yourself that such and such is true, or or maybe it was even more pointed than that. And when you look back on it, you remember this is some of the, this is one of the most positive things in my life. Now, by the same virtue, by the same token, uh, you can look back in your life probably and think of moments when words were spoken to you and they were absolutely destructive. Uh, perhaps someone said early in your life, you know, you're so stupid, you'll never amount to anything. Uh, perhaps someone cursed you for your skin color or your ethnicity. Uh, perhaps someone made some comment about your people, your family. Uh, I, I don't want to get too negative here, but but we've all had experiences like this. Uh, I imagine that you can look back on some things that were said by people in your life that have become what some people would call curses, that they've taken root in your soul. They've come back up in your mind from time to time. You've remembered the moments. You, you've been tempted to make them a uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. And I got my guess is that, that, that for most of us, these words have been said by men. Now, my, my point here is, is not to, to go too mystical or too spiritual in what I'm saying to you. But I will tell you, and I hope every man listening will consider this, that among the greatest powers of a man, particularly a father and a husband, uh, but among the greatest powers of a man are the words that he speaks and the way they embed themselves in the souls of others. I remember that I was going through the worst time in my life. I I don't, just for the sake of sparing time, I, I won't get into details. I'm certainly not embarrassed by it, um, but I was going through a horrible time. I'd gone through a difficult situation. It required me to change jobs. Uh, I was in the transition period. And at that moment, my father, uh, who was a, I've told you many times before, I'm sure it was a high ranking army officer. Uh, he was retired by this point. He had never been a real engaged father. He, I knew he always knew he loved me and he always provided for me and, and he never did any of the extremely harmful things some fathers do to their sons physically, et cetera. But he was a military man of a certain generation and, and not, not really the kind of guy to tell you he loved you every day or put his arm around you. You know what I mean? But my father wrote me an email and he said these words. You will continue to rise. That's all he wrote. You will continue to rise. Uh, 
Now, I got to tell you, they were so out of character for him. It wasn't even funny. He just wasn't the kind of guy to kind of speak in, you know, Paul Harvey-ish, you know, Yoda-ish maxims. You know, he wasn't that kind of guy. But he just ended a brief email to me saying, you will continue to rise. And you know what? I took those words. I've remembered those words. I, I, I saw in them his confidence in me. He was not the kind of guy to walk up to me and say, you know, I'm proud of you and you've accomplished some great things. I just think great things are in your future. And I'm looking forward to being there at your presidential inauguration or whatever, you know, he just wasn't that kind of guy. But all of a sudden he whipped out this phrase, which I know was heartfelt because he wouldn't have written it just on a whim. He was not that kind of man. And he said, Stephen, you will continue to rise. And, and, I, and all the years of me not being sure if he had confidence in me, all the years of, uh, of him not really expressing very much. And I can't fault him. His own parents weren't that engaged. And, and this is, we're talking about a man who fought in Vietnam, fought in Iran. I mean, this is, this is the consummate cold warrior. Um, if he didn't show a lot of affection, I, I can forgive him. But man, did that mean a lot at the time. You will continue to rise. And it has, it has inspired me and fueled me and filled me with a sense of my father's confidence and that because his character was behind the words. And I want to say, as this podcast comes out just around the holidays in 2017, that men, you need, first of all, to begin to develop the ability to say meaningful things to people that you sincerely believe. Um, we have a lot of crap talk in our lives. We have a lot of stuff we just throw out. You know, um, we have a lot of things, even ways we address each other that are relatively positive. Um, but, but, but that we may not mean, you know, hey, hero, hey, hey, great man. Hey, you know, the way we just talk to each other in a dress, you know, come on, champion, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Don't misunderstand. I like men addressing each other in, in affectionate terms that, that inspires. But there's a power to it when we really believe it. Can you imagine the power of you just saying with, to your son while you're driving to the movies over the holidays, son, I just want you to know, I, I see some awesome things in you. I'm proud of the way you've handled some things. I'm sure you're dealing with stuff I don't even know about, but let me just tell you a couple of things I see in your life and then let's, let's get on with this movie. Uh, can you imagine what that would be? Can you imagine what it would mean to your wife? If you would just, you know, not just compliment the meal and compliment the dress and compliment the way her backside looks in the, with the weight loss, but, but really say things about who she is and, and say it in front of the kids and, uh, and speak meaningfully. I, I believe this is one of the great arts of manhood that men develop an arsenal of words. This is a, this is a phrase, by the way, that comes from, uh, John F. Kennedy's description of Winston Churchill, uh, that Churchill, uh, aligned the English language and sent it into battle. And some people have said from that, from that quote, they've developed the phrase, an arsenal of words. So you, Men need, I don't care how shy you are. I don't care how nonverbal you are. I don't care how, you know, maybe you come from a long line of people who just mumbled a lot. <laughs> you know, I get that. But men need to be able to express themselves. They need to be able to speak meaningful words into the lives of others. A lot of your son's and daughter's destiny is going to be shaped by what you say to them. 
a lot of what they believe about themselves will be shaped by what you say to them. Don't leave that to other people. Don't leave that to chance. Uh, don't leave that to um, the words that will entangle them and get them in trouble later in life because there's that they but they but they respond to those words because you've left a vacuum. You know, I don't want my daughter going out in the world with a vacuum in her soul of her father's words and affection, making her susceptible to the first guy that comes along and sweet talks her. You, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want my son to to not know that I believe in him and care for him and see his gifts and have prayed for him and stood with him and disciplined him throughout his life because I see good and nobility in him. I want him to achieve. I want him to accomplish. I want him to be happy. Um, And I want his soul to be filled with his father's words of love and affection. And yes, correction. Hey, watch out for this. Hey, watch out for that pride. Hey, watch out uh, for, you know, whatever it is that maybe he's got to watch out for that. Of course, I wouldn't say on the air here. So. Men, your words are powerful and be careful because like I say, we live in an age when not only do we cuss a lot, let cuss words replace more meaningful words, but also we live in a, in a world where words are spoken without, without intentionality, without meaning to, you know, Hey buddy, how you doing? We might say to our sons, I bet you kicked butt today, didn't you? Okay. That's fine. I'm not putting that down necessarily, but if that's all there is, it's without content. It's without uh, seeds of nobility that will be planted in your son's heart. Um, it's without stuff that'll live forever. I have extolled my father's positive. I can also remember my father's negative because both live in my heart. And I want the one to choke out the other. I want the positive, you will continue to rise stuff in my heart to choke out the negative that he may have said to me. Uh, And maybe it was negative that needed to be said at a given time. But sometimes we fathers can go too far and we can say, man, you're just never going to accomplish anything. Or gosh, why do you have to be that way? Or, you know, I'm just disappointed in you. You know, we never go back and fix it. And those words live in hearts forever. I mean, whole books, whole movies, whole plays, great literature has been written about this very theme. And so men, if you want to be great men, if you want to be leaders of other men, if you want to be men who raise up champion sons and daughters, if you want to have a powerful, noble, loving, tender marriage, a lot of this rests on the power of your words. And what I'm not suggesting is that you start memorizing poetry or you start learning fancy words that are way beyond your daily usage. What I believe you should do is start thinking more intently about what you want to to be planted in the soil of your wife's heart, your children's heart, the, the men you impact. What, what what how do you want to how do you want to plant that? What do you want what what growth do you want to have happen? I, I think about my friends. I think about what they're good at. I think about what I admire that I don't have in my own life. And I'll say to them sometime, you know, Jim, I, man, I, I just admire the way you are with your wife. That's, that's a real gift. I, I, I learn from that every time I'm around you. And that kind of thing right there, it's, I'm not, I don't want anything from him. I'm not trying to get him to buy lunch, but, but, I, but I do want to plant something in his soul that encourages him and that goes further. Things I say to my wife, things I say to my children, things I say to those who work with me. I want power to take up. I want powerful things and noble things and virtuous things and righteous things and elevating things and inspiring things to take up root in their hearts. And that is largely going to come, at least when it comes to my my children and my team and my wife and my immediate friends, that's going to come from me. I mean, I know it'll come from other people too. I don't think I'm the savior of the world, but, but so far as I can inspire them and speak words, it's vital. 
Now, I'm recording this the week after Thanksgiving in 2017, and so you're going to be hearing this before you go through the holidays and, of course, go through the rest of your year in 2018. And what I am asking you to do is think about what you want to say to your children. Think about what you want to say to your nieces and nephews. Think about what you want to say to your family, to your wife. What, what, do, you, what do you want to say to your father to encourage him as he gets older and but still has a lot of years left uh, to, of, of doing good in the world? Um, what do you want to say of gratitude for his sacrifices in Vietnam or Korea or who knows, great-grandfather, World War II? What do you want to say? How do you, how do you want to celebrate your wife with powerful words at the Christmas table? You understand what I'm saying. And by the way, it doesn't have to be great grand moments. Sometimes fathers make that a little embarrassing. It can just be putting your arm around your wife while you're, while you're walking the mall and say, you know, you're the most beautiful woman in this place. And I just, I just can't believe how much I love you more now than I did when I, when we first got married. Now, if you just say on that to, you know, hope for something later that night. She's going to know it. She's going to know it's just a trick. But if you believe it and you've taken time to think about how to say it because you believe it and you want there to be a direct extension between what you believe and what impacts her heart, that's going to be powerful. We're not trying to manipulate. We're not trying to, uh, to, to politic. We're trying to frame destinies. We're trying to ennoble with words. This is a manly power we must master. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.